Welcome to Hasidut Daily. Two minutes of inspiration with Eli the Jew. Alright, shalom everyone. I'm going to tell you a story about the Rashash, whose anniversary of his passing is today. So here goes. Okay, you kids also listening to the story? Here we go, guys. Okay, this is a story that I saw from the Divrei Yecheskel, Rabbi Yecheskel of Shinov. He was in Eretz Yisrael. He was in Yerushalayim. And he heard this story about the Rashash, who lived a little bit before he lived. And so the story goes like this. One time, now the Rashash, Rashash, Rishon Shorabi, he was a big Kabbalist here in Yerushalayim. And a big Mekubal. And he... I'm telling you the story right now. Here goes. Okay. And who heard it? Rabbi Yecheskel of Shinov heard the story, and he wrote it down for everybody to know. Okay. Or maybe someone else heard him tell it and then wrote it down, something like that. So here goes. So this, there was a, there was a comer, a priest. And when he heard it, then when he yeah. it, when he heard it. Yes. And why did that? Yes. He heard it. He heard it, so he told it. That's how we do it in 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 Yahadut. We give it over. Okay. So there was a comer. There was a priest who was against the Jewish people, and he was also very involved heavily with black magic, kishuf in Hebrew, which in Judaism we know is the real thing. And it's also something that's not allowed. Anyway, he was involved with all sorts of different black magic and sorcery. And he also, he used to cause all sorts of problems. It's kishuf. He used to cause all sorts of problems for the Jews, um, including this black magic kind of stuff, including talking trash about the Jews to the government, who was also kind of anti-Semitic, and so he would cause problems. Anyway, one day the Rashash was praying at the Kotel, at the Western Wall in Jerusalem, and the that the priest, the Komer, shows up, and he wants to do something negative, to, but to the Rashash, but he sees that the Rashash is so holy that when he that when when he's praying, he sees that there's nothing he's going to be able to do him. So he goes instead to go to the goes to some government official to a sheikh. Who, was, who had control over Jerusalem at that time. And he said something bad about him. He said that, he said that uh, oh, this, the, the Rashash is like, he's, he's, that he's using black magic and he's very dangerous for the, for the, for the authority and for the government. Um, and he might cause all sorts of bad stuff to the government. So you guys should do something about it. So the sheikh wanted to look into it. And so the sheikh sent two of his people, two officers, two shotrim, um, to go check, to go to to go to the Rashash at the Kotel and to take him from the Kotel and to bring him to meet with the Sheikh. And so the two officers show up to the Kotel and listen to what happens. They come to talk to the the Rashash and at the Kotel and Rashash gives them like a little hand gesture to wait because he's in the middle of praying. And so they start pushing him to come. Um, they start pushing him to come. Um, but he continues to like try to ignore them and pacify them so that they leave him alone because he's in the middle of praying. They continue to be per- persistent and they want to take him. And so, the, and then the Rashash, uh, I don't know what exactly he does, but all of a sudden they are kind of frozen. They're kind of like frozen there and they're not able to move. They're like stone. They're not, they didn't turn into stone or anything like that, but they couldn't move. Okay. And so meanwhile, the Sheik is waiting. Where's, the Rash- where's my officers with the Rashash? Didn't hear anything back from them. They didn't come. They didn't bring him. So what does he do? He sends four more people 
to go find what's going on over there at the Kotel and to bring the Rosh Hash. And so sure enough, the four people show up and guess what happens to them? The same thing that happened to the first two, they're also stuck there. Huh? Oh, very good, very good. Hold on. So let's stick into this story. Very good, Yiska. Um, and so then afterwards, those four people, those four people didn't come back. And so, and because they ended up also frozen like this, like, like, in, like either their stone, like psalim. And so, not namish stone, but they just couldn't move. Then, then the, a few minutes later, the sheikh is, is saying, hey, what, what happened to all my people? He's, now this time he sends 10 people to go try to get to the rishash. And sure enough, the 10 people, guess what happens to them? Same thing. Look at this. If these were, if these were Jews, the rishash would have had a whole minion over there. But, but anyway, so now, when they don't come back, the sheik is wondering, oh my gosh, what's going on here? So he gets his top officer, his Yay! top officer, and he sends him, he sends him to the hotel. And he sends him to the hotel to go get the rishash. This, this top officer, he gets there and he sees all, these, all of these officers standing and they can't move. And, and so the officer is like, oh man, there must be something really uh, crazy going on over here. So this, the Tsar, so this officer, um, so the officer stands and waits nicely for the rishash to finish praying, for the rishash to finish his tefillah. Rishash finishes up the tefillah and the officer comes and he says, uh, Adonia Yakari gives him a lot of kavod, gives him a lot of honor. He sees he's a special person. He says, "Listen, the uh, the the sheikh, the person running the show here, he would real he would like to meet with you about a particular issue, and and also and also and also, please do me a favor and please forgive these officers for that these, our officers were coming and bothering you. Please let them go. Whatever." Versailles said, me? Let, let them go? I'm not holding them. They're free to go whenever they want. And then all of a sudden, they started being able to move, and they're able to go. Okay, and so then Rashash goes ahead and comes along with this top officer and goes to the sheikh, and the sheikh hears, the top officer tells the sheikh everything that happened, and the sheikh understands that this is a very special and holy person. And so he says, the sheikh says to him, okay, so listen, uh, I, we have reports that you're doing from this priest, that you're doing kishuf, that you're doing black magic. And so the rishash says to him, uh, no, 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 uh, that's not me. But if you want to know who is doing black magic, you know that priest who complained about me? Go look into what's going on in him. Go, I'll tell you. And so he goes ahead and proceeds to, to say exactly what's going on in this guy's house. Go down to the basement, look in the back and whatever. And then you'll see what's what and how this guy is really, how this priest is really the problem. So sure enough, the sheikh sent officers and they checked out this, this priest's house. And Fidiyuk, exactly like the Rashash said, that's how it was in this guy's house, in his basement. And so they ended up taking this priest and they put in, ended up, the, the government, the Manshallah, the Sheikh, ended up putting this person to death, killed this person, and that Which is person? what this, the Comer, the Comer, the bad person, the, bad, the person who wanted to do bad stuff to the Rashash and to the Jews. And so, anyway, this is just this cool Kabbalistic story about the Rashash, the anniversary of his, his passing is today. And so may his, may his merit be a blessing for all of us, for all of the Jewish people, and for all of the world. Have yourselves a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the Hasidus Daily Podcast. For more inspirational content, including books, audio, and video presentations, visit ellythejew.com.